Hello and welcome to The Home Building Hero, where we help you become the hero of your new home by providing you all the information that you need. No matter if you're building, buying, or designing your next project, we got you covered here at The Home Building Hero. Today's topic is six things you should do before purchasing your lot. Hi, I'm David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes, and thank you so much for tuning in to The Home Building Hero today. Now, if you're going to be the person in charge in your family of finding and designing your next home, or you're the main person in charge of making this process happen, this is definitely the right podcast for you because we've got all sorts of information on just about any topic pertaining to home building, land development, real estate, remodeling, anything like that, including trends and, and whatnot. So you've got everything you need here at this podcast. So make sure you're subscribed to it. It's so simple. Whether you're listening to podcasts, just hit subscribe and you'll get notified every time we drop a new episode of The Home Building Hero. In addition, if you have anyone else that are friends or family that are thinking about building in the near future, send them our way. Send them to the podcast because we can certainly help you guys out and make sure you have a great build. All right, let's get on to the topic. So we're talking about the six things that you need to do before you buy your lot. And skipping any one of these can be a disaster for you when you're buying your lot. If you don't, make sure that you're doing your homework and make sure you're doing your research before you buy this lot. So the first thing that you need to do, and it sounds so simple, but make sure that you get pre-approved. Go talk to your bank and let them know what you'd like to do, that you're maybe thinking about building a home and buying a lot. They're going to let you know how much you can spend. And this is valuable information because you don't want to just go out and buy a lot without getting pre-approved. Um, one, it's probably pretty easy to get a lot loan these days. The rates are low and, you know, lots don't cost as much as an entire home. So most people, you know, if you own something already and have decent credit can probably get a lot loan, but that's not necessarily the whole thing that you're going to want to do. You're going to want to get pre-approved for the entire purchase of a lot and a new home. And the reason that you want to do that is you want to make sure that you can afford this home and the house that's going to go on this lot and you don't want to buy a lot, spend way too much money on it and find out that you are now house poor, that you cannot afford to even build the home on this lot. And now you have to turn around and sell it or try and cancel your lot offer. So make sure you go into the bank, get pre-approved and get an idea of how that works. The other thing that's going to help you with that is when you do that, when you get pre-approved, you're going to get you know, an overall time frame from the lender. Because a lot of lenders do lot loans differently, you may not want to do a lot loan. You may want to do a full construction loan right away. And in that case, you may want to wait a little while before you purchase this lot and have your builder figured out and your builder selected, and then you can wrap that whole loan into one loan. And that saves you a lot of money. It saves you extra closing costs. So think about that time frame as well when you're in by your lender and getting pre-approved. So the second thing you should do before you purchase a lot is make sure that you get all the documentation that you can on this piece of land. Okay, don't just go, well, I drove by, it looks pretty nice, I think I'm going to put an offer in. Contact the person selling the land and ask them for the following things. A survey, you know, the layout of the land showing all the dimensions. If they have a copy of the plat of the subdivision, you would want to get a copy of that as well. Ask them for deed restrictions. These would be the definition of the things 
and the rules that are applicable in your subdivision. So when you put a house up, what are the rules that the neighborhood has for you? You know, like, can you put a fence up? Can you put an outbuilding up? Are there restrictions on painting and things like that? Do you have to get everything approved? Do you have to get your landscaping approved? The deed restrictions will spell all of that out for you. And once you have all those documents, make sure you take some time to sit down and read through those and make sure that you're okay with everything in there. You don't really have the ability to change those things, but you do have the ability to find out what you're really buying. All right, the third thing that you need to do before you purchase your lot, and I definitely recommend this, is take several trips out to your lot during different parts of the day and just stand there and observe. Stand there for five minutes, seven minutes. Walk around the lot. Listen. Are there obnoxious noises? Is it nearby a freeway or a train? So you want to get out there several times during the day. Get out there, you know, during rush hour one day. Get out there during the middle of the day at lunchtime. Get out there in the evening at rush hour. And then maybe at five or six o'clock. Maybe there's a neighbor with, with, a barking dog and the dog barks all evening from 6 p.m. till 10 p.m. at night and you don't want to listen to it. Well, that might be enough to deter you from buying that lot. So you need to find out what the environment is and then walk around that lot. When you're there, walk around, you know, get a feel. Is the ground wet even during a dry time? That might be a bad sign. You know, is is it really hilly? Is there a lot of grade change to it? Um, are there rocks all over the, the property, like big, huge rocks that you're going to have to have dug out? There's all sorts of things that could be visual things that you may want to get a cue on. Or maybe, you know, the, there's some slope in the back of the lot and you always see running water running through the backyard. Okay, well, is that, you know, is that the natural drainage area? Why is that happening? Is that happening on other lots? Look at those things and it'll give you a good clue as to situations that you might deal with down the road when you own that lot. The fourth thing that you're going to want to do before you purchase a lot is look into what other utility services or services rather that you're going to need. So if you're buying a lot in a subdivision, most likely it's going to have electric to it, but you want to make sure if you're buying a piece of land nearby a farm or it's basically out in the, in the middle of nowhere, you're going to want to verify, is there electrical service nearby? If, if not, how much is it going to cost to bring it to you? Is there cable? Is there, you know, um, any other, you know, high speed internet available? Is it, you know, is it uh, coaxial? Is it, um, is it some sort of digital cable? What are, what are you going to be getting out there? Can you even get internet service there? And then you need to look and see what the wastewater and the water system is out there. Is it going to be, you know, sewer and water? And if so, where is that connected to? Is it connected right to or running past your lot that you can connect right into it? Or are you going to have to bring it from somewhere else, somewhere further away? You want to look at that because that could cost you thousands and thousands of dollars if there's not sewer and water readily available. Or if you know there's not sewer and water available, then you're going to want to make sure that there's a soil test on your lot so you can determine if it's well or if it's a septic system or uh, and then if it's, is it a septic system, is it going to be a mound system or is it going to be a conventional system? You want to look at those things because that will drastically affect the cost of your septic system. A mound system is probably in our area in Wisconsin, 15 to 
$16,000 easily for a four-bedroom system. And if you're building more than a four-bedroom system, it could be as high as twenty dollars to $25,000. Whereas a conventional system might be around $10,000 up to maybe $15,000. So you want to learn what type of wastewater system and then also what is your water situation look like. Are you getting city water or are you going to put a private well in? Once you've found those things out, the fifth step you need to do before you purchase a lot, and this is probably, I think, the most critical one, is talk to a builder that you're thinking about working with and have them look at the lot. Ideally, if you can, go and meet the builder or one of the representatives from the builder at the site and take a look together so that you can figure out if this is even feasible. The builder will also be able to look at it as well as all the documents that you've collected, make sure you get those to the builder and they can let you know what kind of extra costs or other challenges you might find on that lot. I implore you to make sure you do this. This is probably the most important step you can do is have a builder look at the lot. If the builder you're working with doesn't want to look at the lot, then you probably don't want to work with that builder in the first place. So then you may want to find a different builder, but have the builder look at the lot and gather some information and and give you an opinion on what they're looking at. Because you could find that, again, you think you found a lot that's in your budget. Wow, I found this great lot. It's a great price point. And then all of a sudden you find out how much it's going to cost to actually put that home on the lot. And you may find that you have purchased yourself a lot that you cannot build on. And that is not a fun place to be. So get a builder to look at it. They're going to see things that you never thought of. And then the last thing you should do before you buy the lot is look into the surrounding area. And you can do this several ways. You can go onto a website. A lot of times county areas will have websites that show all the land in the surrounding area. And you can find out who owns it and what it's zoned. And then you can also take that information and then talk to a planner in that municipality and find out if there's any changes or anything being proposed in those areas so that you know what's going to happen down the road to the neighboring property. So especially if you live nearby something that maybe there's a big piece of land nearby, or maybe there's an old building that's abandoned, before you buy that lot nearby that, you may want to find out what's happening. Is that land, you know, been owned by the same person for a long time? Was it just sold? Because if it's just sold, likely something's going to be happening with it. Has someone applied for a zoning change or uh, any other type of change, if they have, that could drastically affect the value of your property. It could affect the conditions of your property. It could you know all of a sudden somebody puts in you know a massive you know um, training facility, and all of a sudden there's you know hundreds of cars coming and going across the street from your property every morning and every night. That may be a deterrent to you, or if you find out that you know they're putting in you know, low-income housing right across the street and you're looking at this lot that's in a high-end subdivision, you may not want that next to you. That may hurt your property values down the road. So you want to find out what is happening in the nearby area. Once you've done that, once you've looked at those six things, again, getting pre-approved, getting all the documents you can, visiting the lot during different times of the day, finding out what services you need from sewer and water to gas and electric, getting a builder out to look at the lot and help you with the improvement budget, and then find out what's happening in the nearby area. Once you've done that and you're satisfied, then you can go ahead and purchase the lot. And you can work 
with the person selling it. You can hire a realtor to do that, or you can get an attorney. And we'll talk more about that in a future podcast. But if you've done those steps, you're well on your way to having a great lot and starting your build. So if you guys have any questions whatsoever about this topic here on the podcast, make sure you reach out. You can find me on multiple platforms. Reach out to me on Twitter at building underscore hero, or you can reach us right on the website. Just go to homebuildinghero.com and fill out one of the forms on the website. It goes right to me, and I'd be glad to answer your question either by email or on the show. It's just that simple. So once again, I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Home Building Hero. I am David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes. Thank you so much for tuning in, and have a great day.